What's good, fam? Hyrule here, back with another episode of the Hyrule Culture Shift Podcast. It is New Year's Day, the first day of 2021, and I wanted to hit you with a short episode to talk about resolutions or even just goals in general, because I know a lot of people out there are doing just that right now. They are trying to live their best 2021 and set themselves up by making some New Year's goals. I've said before that I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions personally, but I am constantly making and refining my own goals. I reflect on my progress or lack thereof pretty often. I think that this is the only year that I can remember where I sat down and I said, hey, I want to think about my goals more in depth as I turn the page and enter 2021. And I just don't know if that has something to do with the way that 2020 has gone with all of the insanity and everything else about it. But regardless, we're going to get into this and I hope that you can take something out of this. Um, Like I said, it's going to be pretty short and quick. So um, let's get it. I find something very interesting about the goals that we set. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and I told her straight up, you know what it is that you want to do. The things that you've wanted to do have been floating around in your head forever. Your problem is you're stuck on the how. You're stuck on how you're going to make your thoughts a reality. Now, this could be for several reasons. There may be a barrier to entry for whatever your goal is that you're trying to overcome somehow, but barriers can be broken, walls can be climbed, bridges can be built. If I know I need to get there from here, I have a direction and I can plot a course in order to achieve my goal. Nobody said that the goal was going to be easy, but knowing the direction is a huge part of winning the game. So if We know what direction we want to go in. What holds us back then? If that's the long pole in the tent, why do so many people fail at their resolutions or their goals time and time again? I think that there's a simple one word answer to this question. Fear. Fear will stop us in our tracks and it'll make us question our steps towards the direction that we want to go in every single day time and if we're not strong each step and failure will wear on us and break us down over time until we put that goal in the back of our minds again and you know what we do we start to settle for good enough we start to settle for almost we start to settle for telling old war stories about what we could have or should have been or what we did that doesn't amount to much of anything today the vision of what we could be becomes clouded by what we were And you know what? Sometimes that's painful. We don't always recognize this as pain either. And you wanna know why that is? Because we have the distractions to help us cope with what ultimately amounts to our fears and our failures. And we all know what those distractions are. If we're honest with ourselves, there have been countless things in our lives that we've allowed to stop us from doing the things that we know we want to do. Who hasn't gotten lost on an Instagram or Netflix rabbit hole at some point in time or just gone on some crazy binge and has completely pissed away their time doing something that's not very productive at all? And let's be honest, 
escapism is a thing and sometimes it's necessary. Personally, I couldn't imagine going through 2020 without binging a video game or YouTube here and there. Inevitably, we're going to have stressors and it's important to have something that we can help to to release that stress with. But when that release becomes an impediment to our success, then we have a problem. This is what I think that people fail to recognize, and this is why I try to take a very practical approach to goal setting to sort of set myself up for success as best as I can. There are two main things that I want to talk about here that I think you should take into consideration as you develop your plans for your new year and with regard to goal setting in general, really. I don't want to do the typical writing things down, visualization, reflecting on your progress. Those are good things and are pretty vital, but the two things that are barriers in my mind are the things that I want to focus on here. So, number one, deal with your fear. There's going to be discomfort with virtually anything that's worth achieving, and you have to learn to deal with it. I tell people all the time when I first started shooting portraits seriously and how much rejection I got. It was damn near constant until I finally broke through with a few gigs here. And then the floodgates kind of opened up a little bit. But initially, I was just wasn't really getting anywhere. Then there was the times when I would shoot a lot of my street photography and I would go all day and I would get absolute crap. Both things were pretty disheartening, and there were times when I second-guessed what I was doing. Maybe portraiture isn't for me, or maybe I'm hesitant to go out to shoot because I don't want to take hundreds of bad photos and get a handful of decent ones. Instead of doing that, accept that this is part of your process. For me, rejection and crappy pictures were part of the process, and if I'd stopped, I wouldn't have made it as far as I have today. Something that I encourage you to do is to work with your mindfulness, particularly when it comes to dealing with your own emotions. We're human. Unless you're an absolute sociopath, the emotions are going to be there. Experience them. Recognize that they are there. Acknowledge them. Once you've acknowledged what you are feeling, take them and set them aside and evaluate your situation from outside of yourself. In other words, this is a practical step to help you not get consumed by the emotion that you are feeling that you will subsequently um, that will subsequently be, lead you to clouded judgment. Recognize your emotions, recognize your fear, and deal with it practically. Instead of doing this, people often make excuses for why they couldn't do this or that. And if you're willing to settle for sitting around and giving excuses about why you couldn't do this or that, so be it. But if you really want to achieve your goals, evaluate what you're so afraid of and why you self-sabotage. You have to hold yourself accountable. Take ownership. The second thing that I think that people fail to consider when they um, look at their goals is just the amount of sacrifice that it's going to take. What do you need to get rid of in order to get your money, metaphorically speaking? Sometimes it's easier to identify what you need to get rid of with some goals than others. So like, let's face it, if you want to stop smoking or something, clearly you need to get rid of the cigarettes. Those are, those are the obvious culprit. 
And even if you want to lose weight, things may be a little more complicated, but it's still fairly simple. It's probably not a good idea to have a cupboard full of junk food and three cheesecakes in the fridge. That sounds like common sense, but is it really? You might be thinking that you have the will to stay away from the stuff or eat it in moderation until one day you binge and then game over. But if you know that that might be your problem, maybe you do need to clear out the club cupboard or the fridge for that matter. For me, I had to downsize and declutter and hone in on what I want. It's almost like cleaning out my closets, literally, um, in, in my case. Uh, today, I only shoot Sony and, and now Leica, which is awesome. Great thing that happened for me this holiday. But I had an old Canon XTI and G10 along with a handful of other point-and-shoot cameras that I've had for well over 10 years just chilling in one of my, my cases out there. Never mind rooms full of stuff that uh, I might use one day or clothes that I'm probably never going to rock again but still hold on to. Fam, let it go. Just let it go. It's not to say that I just had junk all over my house and, you know, for, for me to just have these just items just strewn around everywhere. That, that wasn't the case at all. But for me, having these useless items and habits, unnecessary space in your mind. As a multi-genre photographer, avid reader, and um, someone who dabbles in fashion a little bit, I will probably never truly be a minimalist, but I've become far more critical about what I deem to be important and what will occupy space in my surroundings. My space needs to be conducive to my productivity, so anything that doesn't suit that has to go. And there were things that I once deemed important that I never thought that I would let go of, but when I really meditated upon my goals and my dreams, I had to ask myself, why? Is holding on to this helping me to get where I want to be? And if that answer was no, I need to take care of it. In some cases, it was literally a process where I went through my things multiple times or I set things aside for a little while to see if I really wanted to get rid of them. Literal rooms. I have offloaded literal rooms or truckloads full of stuff, and I haven't regretted a single thing yet. So that just goes to show you that a lot of times this stuff is occupying your space, it's occupying your mind, it's cluttering your ability to move forward and progress in life for no reason whatsoever, other than it being some, well, I might use this. Well, you know what? It's been 15 years. You haven't used it yet. Eh, you might ought to let that ride. Now, my example, as I mentioned, is very literal, but what about the little distractions that occupy too much space in our minds? What about getting lost in that Instagram rabbit hole for a couple of hours or scrolling for that perfect video or that Netflix binge that's stopping us from achieving our goals? I've remarked on this before, but when our phones started recording our screen time, talk about something that was telling. We put a lot of time in on these devices and they have the nerve to break it down with regard to how we're spending our time on our phone. So we can't even lie to ourselves about whether or not we're being productive. Even that, even putting it right there in our faces hasn't stopped us. And you know why? Because 
our goals aren't at the forefront of what we're trying to do. If our goals are at the forefront, we need to take action. We need to take action to clear a pathway towards getting our goals done. For some of us, that may mean cleaning out a closet or a cupboard or putting our phones down. Or it may mean distancing ourselves from quote-unquote friends that are holding us back. But in order to do this, we have to be honest with ourselves and, and factor in these types of sacrifices that will likely be necessary to help us to progress towards our goals, regardless of whether or not it's a new year. So those are the two things that I wanted to kind of share with you guys to, to help you to maybe, you know, hopefully have some good success with your news, New Year's resolutions and in general with your goals in 2021. Basically, keeping your fear and your emotions in check to stop you from progressing to the way that you want to. And then secondly, understanding that there are going to have to be sacrifices that you need to make in order to achieve your goals. And some of those sacrifices might be a little bit tougher than others. But in order to achieve both things, you really have to sit with yourself, be mindful about your goals, be mindful about your process, be mindful about your own emotions and thoughts. And then you have to learn to deal with them. Step outside of yourself, deal with your fear. Step outside of yourself and deal with the fact that, hey, I might have to make some real changes in my life in order to achieve these goals that I so-called believe that I want to achieve. All right. So that is it for today. I wanted to leave you all with just a little thought and I hope that you got something out of it. I also hope that 2021 is a lot different than 2020 in a good way. 2020, no pun intended, was definitely eye-opening. We saw a lot of ugly this past year, and I hope that we see something of a renaissance. We need more thinkers, people who are ethical and compassionate. And in 2020, it seemed like people trying to do good were just outnumbered. Um, the reality is 2021 isn't just going to come along and change everything bad about 2020 overnight. It's going to take everyday people doing the right thing little by little. So control what you can control and be good in your day-to-day -day decisions. That's it. It's just small steps, folks. It's not something that's going to be the sweeping thing that happens. I really just think we have to start to think about how we treat each other and the things that we do from a very small scale on a day-to-day -day basis. That's how we're going to get there. And I hope that all of you guys listening are very prosperous and are looking forward to making those types of meaningful goals. Um, and achieve those types of things in your lives and, and for the people that are around you because um that's what it matters especially for the kids man we got we got to change the tide for for the kids out there all right fam that's all i have for today please stay tuned for more and i'd appreciate it if you'd like comment and subscribe but if not thanks for checking in on your boy here and there i appreciate that too i'm excited for future projects and continuing to build this community so until next time fam Take care.